Hello, dear listener. This is David coming to you from the Metabulous 2 Editing Suite. What you're about to hear is our Gallifrey One 2023 preview podcast. Ben and I are joined by writer and television critic Lena Barkin and pianist Jess Jerkovic of the Dudley Simpson Is Doctor Who Project. However, due to the wibbly-wobbly complexity of scheduling, we recorded this podcast before the convention schedule was made public. I'll be back at the end of the podcast to give details of when and where to see Lena, Jess, and Ben at this year's Gallifrey One. And now, take it away, Ben. Welcome, everybody, to episode 220 of the Metabolist 2 podcast, which this week is not only featuring me, Ben, and David, but also myself, Jess. And me, Lena. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having us back. Indeed. It's wonderful to have you back on the podcast. David, um, do you want to explain the premise of this week's exciting adventure in time and space? Yeah, Gallifrey One, the 33rd and 3rd iteration of the convention is happening in 27 days as we record here. And Ben and Jess and Lena, you're all headed towards Los Angeles. And I thought it'd be good to touch base and do a little Gallifrey preview. Yeah. I always love the galley specials. <laughs> looking, look, looking forward to thinking of something to say. <laughs> um, last year, I had to stay in a different hotel, mm-hmm. which I didn't really like, actually, because there was too much walking. Are you both in the convention hotel, or are you in different hotels uh, this year? I, myself, am in the same hotel from last time. I'm just, I just stuck with the Sheraton. Nice one. Partially because I, I knew it, and I actually you know, get some points for it somewhere. You know, mm. uh, Sheraton uh, points, smart one. So I decided to stick with that. I didn't mind the walk, actually. Okay. Uh, but I can understand how wanting to be in the host hotel is obviously desirable, for sure. But uh, yeah, I was okay with it. How about you, Lane? Where, where are you staying? Um, I'm at the Marriott again because I decided okay. to shell out. Um, because Shell this out is, is right. my big, <laughs> it, it really is. Um, cause this is my big expense for the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like just being able to take the elevator up and like take 15 minutes to myself and then go back to the convention. So it's just really nice and convenient. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for basic introverts like myself, it's really nice just not to have to talk to people for 15 minutes <laughs> and just lie right, exactly. on your hotel, on your hotel bed and then go back down I think, again. I think last year, like by Friday night, I was like at my hotel bed, like disassociating for 20 minutes. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, back to the convention. Let's see what's going on in karaoke. So. <laughs> no, I think that's good. You, you need that. I definitely need that too. Yeah. So I. Appreciate you get it. Well, if you have friends, they'll let you use. Well, that's the thing is that Galley is so friendly that like if you have friends, one of them, if one of them has a room, they'll just let you hang out in their room. That's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not. I'll let you hang out in my room for 20 minutes if you need to disassociate. Like, I'm fine with that. Yes. Amanda and I You're would be sold. honored if you would hang out <laughs> in our room. Sold. That we'll, yeah. That we'll be. We'll but be half the convention is in the rooms now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's going on in the rooms? Is that an extension from LobbyCon then, or is it like uh, private I think, panels? <laughs> I think in previous years there was actually more activity that I was less aware of, but I know that my friends gather in rooms, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure that like people have like people have their own separate little galley families, and they'll have their traditions and stock up on. Um, liquids of various sorts in the rooms and then go to panels uh 
So that's that's just like a long tradition. I I know that there used to be one like open house party room Hmm. that like they would just like leave their door open and like people would like it would just be a constant galley party for the guests. And I know that there's also like a separate guest lounge, but I think that was pre-pandemic and I don't know if they're coming back post Hmm. or post uh, quotation marks yet. Because we're masking up again, aren't we, this year? Yep, still masking. As, as yeah, I read. Yeah, it is. Good. Okay. That's good. Well, that's good. You don't want to have Concrud be COVID. So it's uh, probably a good safety precaution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I think there's a decent amount of, of people who are actually quite old at these events, if, you, if you're talking classic who's, and the last thing you want to, you know. Mm-hmm. I do not want Katie Manning to get COVID. No. Oh, well said. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like... I found it last year being my first Gallifrey, as we all remember. Uh, I found it very relaxing, actually, to have masks. Like it was just easier to just be low stress and have fun and, and worry about uh, you know what I wanted to see at the convention and not have to worry about you know any little niggling idea about getting sick or anything. It just felt better, you know, to have that have that be an enforced thing. So yeah, yeah. And I also think it pushed people more out into the veranda, which is actually nice because it means yes. that we got like exposure <laughs> yes. to the sun. <laughs> sun and the air and all that good stuff. And the sun, yeah. I wonder if the atmospheric rivers are going to still be flowing over LA mm. area in a month time. Um, let's hope not. Because the first and only gala that I went to, it was raining in L.A. all weekend. Yeah. Lots of doctors have umbrellas, though, so that might be handy. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you got to stick <laughs> got to stick close to the McCoy cosplayers, exactly. Yeah. Mm, yeah, exactly. Were any of the cosplayers especially incorporating masks in their costumes? I think last year there were, like, lots of Cybermen. Like, a lot of the monsters just are masked. Right. So I think to some extent... There were there were the robots. I think there were robots of death last year, weren't there? I, I definitely saw at least one robot of death. Yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. a Minoptera. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. There were draconians too. I think. There were Dra- the draconians. An excellent, yeah. some excellent draconians, certainly. For sure. Yeah. Since you're not based in the hotel, just do you like base out of LobbyCon, or are you going to the different panels, or how? How would? What's your game plan this year for Galley? I think it's going to be kind of similar. Fair amount of lobby con, going to panels uh, and so on. I might actually be on a panel this year mm. because one of the discussions they're doing is uh, 60 years of Doctor Who music. And although the actual panelists haven't been listed, I, of course, you know, typed my name in for that. Right. Uh, so hopefully I'll be there and have something to say. But I'm sure I'll just try and see everybody I can. And I'm just actually shocked at the... The breadth of the guest stars that are going to be there this year. I think it's so good and so rich. It's a ton of people. I think it's the strongest lineup that, I mean, I've only been, this is only the uh, fourth fourth time maybe I've been. But yes, yeah, the strongest lineup. It's quite insane. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, insane is It's a good going word. to be chaos. I'm yeah, going to love it, but it's going to be <laughs> yeah. chaos. Yeah. yeah. Jody Whitaker is headlining the event and chris chibnall was announced just like this past week yeah. they're going to show up mm-hmm. so like to think... add chibnall to whitaker is just like oh okay so the floodgates have been opened yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... yes no it's extraordinary uh, we'll i mean see how it, gossipy they want to be yeah i mean i, th- I think uh, for me i think that's in some ways the advantage of that is that the hopefully kind of the cues and lines and kind of you know attention to some of the classic who 
the guests might be slightly lessened, which means you know more access to Katie Manning or um, others. Mm. Colin Baker, Bonnie Colin Baker. Langford, Bonnie Katie Langford, Manning, uh, Fraser Hines, Janet Fielding, and Wendy Padbury, oh, yeah, I think. Wendy. Yeah. Are, oh, and Sophie Aldred. And yeah. Sophie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be Janet and Sophie. And I think this is Wendy. This is the first time Wendy Padbury's ever been, right? Is Or something I think I picked up. I've seen her before. Oh, okay. But it might have been at Chicago. Okay. But I think, I think, I think she was, she might have been at Galley once. Okay. But not recently. And Katie hasn't been no. back in five years. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, and Bonnie hasn't been back in like forty yeah. years. Yes, I think on Twitter she was saying like her daughter was like three months old last time she went, and now her daughter's like twenty no. years old. Um, oh goodness! Have yeah. you heard the fan theory that Melanie Bush is actually River Song, a, another <laughs> incarnation uh, of River Song? Uh, those fans will think of anything. Oh, I they? hate that. <laughs> Curly hair equals must be the same person. Yeah, curly hair, female. Yeah, same person. Uh, That'll do. I guess Bush they're and River. I guess they're both features uh, of some kind. Yeah. True. <laughs> Somebody have to ask her that in uh, um, more of a comment than a question. But <laughs> yeah, oh, they're screening recent. those oh, this year. Oh, really? Um, so they're screening more really? of a comment than a question. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how how is that going to work? Do you have to go tell the moderator at the mic that? This is your question, and then you can pass or not. No, I think I think right now even the submissions are open to ask questions, and then I think maybe the day of, like a, up to like three hours before the panel, you can submit questions, and okay. then someone will sort hmm. through them. Right. I don't know if that's just for Jody and Chibnall. Oh, that might just be mm. for the big ones. Yeah, I did wonder about that. So the convention owners are really trying to make non-hostile the environment, I think, because that was one of my concerns when Whitaker was announced that even though the convention is self-selecting and you have a, what, $125, $130 to get a ticket, that there'd be some not-my-doctor-type protest going on there. Mm. It could happen. Or and confrontation. Yeah, it could happen. And I saw a few tweets of people who, when both Jody and Chris announced, were like basically tweeting... Don't be mean, you know, yeah. don't yeah. essentially words to those effect. And, and I agree. Why is that a hill you need to die on in public? You know, I'm just, yeah. you know, st- stay on, stay on the internet comment section. That's you know usually where that stuff belongs. Or just keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like Galley, <laughs> Galley in general is pretty good at the people there even if the guest isn't your guest of choice, then just ignore that the guest is there. Yeah. There's enough. There's enough to do without deliberately... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, as you said, it's, 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 it's kind of... A, it's a friendly, pleasant place to be. Um, and, yeah, I don't think anyone will be there who wants to, you know, stand up, as you said, Jess, and, like, die on that particular meaningless hill. I mean, there, there might be, but uh, they can get ejected, so... <laughs> yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah. It did happen with Moffat. Did it? Oh, did it? When Moffat was there at the end of his time as showrunner, there was some confrontations on the main floor. Really? Well, confrontations, air quote confrontations. There were people who God. accused okay. Moffat of destroying continuity or destroying Doctor Who or anything. <laughs> and Moffat, being Moffat, is very good at thinking on his feet and could more than hold his own. Yeah, that's but true. So I, was that during a Q&A or was that like in the lobby? It was in a main floor mm-hmm. 
type thing because the guests are pretty well escorted and chaperoned around so you're right uh, yeah i think the only only guests that i ever saw on like the convention floor that wasn't associated with an event was katie manning and fraser hines when honestly no one is going to you know confront them about doctor who from you know 50 60 years ago right trying to think of a contentious issue that they might be part of but i can't think of one let's not i mean fraser uh this year fraser did kind of publicly come out against uh two and jamie as queer on twitter um Mm -hmm. not like in any like stance or anything he's just like you know that's not that's not it it was more of a like oh like i've never thought of jamie as queer and that makes me uncomfortable right response to tweets and like Mm -hmm. good for him not going to stop me um (laughs) but (laughs) i think you can say what you want heinz (laughs) Um, bigger than you now it's bigger than you If we wanted to drum up some controversy, I would confront. <laughs> like, just like, why did you? Why did you make those tweets? Ha 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 ha! It's like ah. I don't care. I don't care that I don't care what you think. <laughs> Your opinion does not register. <laughs> so, so Lena, I'm really curious about this this kind of new thing that you're involved in the the kind of mm. not lectures but kind of mm. feature length addresses or something. Uh, uh, give us a preview of that, or you know, tell us what all that's about. Yeah, so I'm excited, um, yeah. particularly because I didn't know that they were going to get announced on the website. So my name's on the Ooh, website now, yeah. which is like so many leaps and bounds beyond um, my imagination. But so for a couple of years now, I think even like it started pre-pandemic, I think it's like the fifth or sixth year, Galley does a thing called the Academic Track right. called the TARDIS Talks. And so they'll have different people submit premises or... Um, like it, the the thing is called call for papers, but it's not for it, it, you're not like actually submitting a paper. Um, I can't remember the word an abstract. Mm-hmm. So like I wrote a little abstract, and they'll have like six or seven talkers for ten to fifteen. I think it's ten minutes. And considering that it's in twenty seven days, and I've done none of the work <laughs> so far, <laughs> I am quite uh, apprehensive of it. Mm. Yeah, so they'll group the talkers together, and it's basically like an hour or two of uh, people talking on special topics that they've done research on or that they have a specific opinion on. My topic that got accepted this year, uh, which I was very pleased with, is it's called Be With You or Want to Be You, something along those lines. And it's basically about companion relation, like how the companions relate to the doctor. And in New Who, a lot of those companion relations are along the lines of either like envy in like trying to become the doctor or some sort of romantic want to be with you. So it's so doctor focused with raising the doctor on like a certain pedestal of like this supreme like ultimate and there there are reasons for this there are production reasons for this there are narrative reasons for this i'm not saying that it's a bad thing what i'll be doing is comparing it to the different kinds of relationships that existed in classic who that Mm. didn't necessarily always fall along those lines Mm -hmm. one of the big ones is like turlo like turlo (laughs) wanted to kill the doc like their, their relationship was not easily definable by love i mean like they're there's definitely like queerness there, but like that's not the like the romance 
is not the main aspect of the relationship. Their relationship existed outside romance. Mm-hmm. Um, or like anything with Nyssa, like even if you ship five and Nyssa, like their the way that they related to each other wasn't necessarily like a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, there were other aspects to their personalities. So um it's not cohesive, obviously, because I just said I haven't done work on it, but that's kind of what is, I'm is talking it, about. <laughs> are you, do, 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 do you show slides and stuff, or is it is it like a pure address, or is it not like a slideshow, like a PowerPoint or something? No, there's, so, so people can bring visual aids um, and use those di- different degrees. So, okay. yeah, I will be presenting a slideshow. And is there like Q&A afterwards, or, or, or do you... So usually, of... I think they're changing it up. I think they're having everyone talk, and then at the very end, that's or... Right, at the right. end of a section there's a Q&A so like I will be up on stage with like the two other people in like my cohort and then we will answer questions at the end cool that's excellent that's really good yeah so in classic Doctor Who aside from I guess the layers that the fans put on say like with Jamie and the second Doctor mm-hmm. is there anything that you can think of in pre-TV movie of a romantic relationship that was intentional between the doctor or between characters? I mean, you have Ian and Barbara, but mm-hmm. it's not involving the doctor. Yeah, and you could say Ben and Polly as, mm-hmm. as well. So there are a lot of romantic relationships between companions that, like, are pretty explicit that don't necessarily... Um, I mean, I mean and, and then, like, Mike and Joe also have, like, that flirtation going on for a really long time. And so, yeah, it's definitely present in the show. It's sometimes written into the show, but it's not necessarily, like you said, it's the fans that are putting the layers on that relationship and not what's explicitly depicted. Mm-hmm. It's not the focus. The whole master and third doctor yeah. <laughs> genre of uh, fanfic. Gosh, I just, I've been watching an episode a day and I just got to Terror of the Autons and like the master just like, like, I don't know, like bombs into the scene, <laughs> just like cannonballs into the narrative. And Jess, what, what opportunities are there for us to hear you? Doing some music. Are there? Any, are you are you playing anything? Is, I mean, there's not a quiz again this year, right? Or? Um, actually, there I'm, is a quiz. There, there is. I think. I think Mikey's going to be there. And oh wow! So, oh cool. Uh, I okay. haven't like, awesome. figured out anything about that. But one thing that I'm very excited about is that ever since going last year, I've been actually talking to Sean sometime around April or May or or June or whatever it was. Uh, trying to get this thing I wanted to do about performing some Dudley Simpson stuff and be able to do it on an actual piano. Right. And I was shocked when he came back and said, they're giving us the piano for free. Ooh. Whoa. Oh. So I am going to be doing a presentation of some length. I'm not sure how long it is, but I'm basically going to present the doctor's theme and Mm. present several different clips that I'll perform on the piano regarding uh, his theme for Tom Baker's Doctor. Mm-hmm. And uh, talk about how that developed, how it evolved, uh, kind of a more specific version of some of the videos I did on those very subjects, a more streamlined subject. But that's going to happen, apparently. Fantastic. And it's not like that's I haven't. Nice. I, that's I, awesome. Amazing. I, thank you. I'm, I'm super, super excited. Yeah. I am waiting for it to appear on there. But Sean has been like, yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. So super excited. Will it be in the piano room that you kind of identified? 
last time? No, or? it's going to be in, I think he said it was like program A or B or something, those, those <laughs> side rooms. Oh, okay. The... Oh, so so nice big room. You're going to be like the musician in residence. <laughs> That's going to be fantastic. Uh, it, it's 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 more than I dreamed, you know. I, it's I, really exciting. Now, as you say, Lena, I now have to like put words to... Uh, <laughs> to pe- tablet or paper or whatever it is and and actually practice the music again uh so you know, i haven't done that in a while but uh it's really really exciting that i'm going to be able to create this presentation on this music and talk about how we sort of expect characters to have themes now it's just sort of normal and always the way uh we we expect it to whether it be you know murray gold or our, the, our favorite movies and tvs uh shows Right. That's just something that composers do now if they have that ability to create that kind of continuity. Simpson did. He was the only one in the classic era who did have the chance to create continuity of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so I'm going to be able to kind of articulate that and show how how it kind of ebbed and flowed and how he used it and how different it was each time. The variations are incredible in the amount. that They're never the same. Mm-hmm. But they are all based on you know a similar idea, and so uh, anyway, I have to whittle that down into some minutes and 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 do some performing as as well. Uh, again, I'm not entirely sure how long it, it's going to be, but I think it's it's not like mm-hmm. Tardis talk link. I think it, I think I'm mm-hmm. getting something like 45 minutes or something, which is really gener- yeah. really generous. Uh, and so yeah, mm-hmm. so I just started mm-hmm. uh, writing yesterday. Uh, on uh, on what I'm going to talk about, and then from that I'll figure out what I want to play and how I'm going to present that, uh, and go from there. So I think it's going to be the Saturday about noonish, Ooh. if I remember correctly. Oh, Saturday's going to be uh, stacked. So <laughs> yeah, that's going to be really popular. That's I mean, going like, to be really popular. Standing, yeah, that's standing room only. Um, I hope so. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I, 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 that would be very that would be very flattering. I was thinking about what you were uh, saying, Lena, about uh, visual aids, mm-hmm. and if I could do anything about that, I probably won't be able to coordinate all that. I'd need like a a second person, I think, to help me with that. But I, so I probably won't. I'll just stick to me talking and and so on. No and, more and NFT of Rassilon, <laughs> the the Dudley Simpson. I loved the like specter of Dudley Simpson hovering over you the last time. Oh, at the quiz for the convention. Yeah. Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I could I could pass that on to someone who can project it on a screen. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I never thought of it as the NFT wrestling. <laughs> uh, why aren't I making billions of dollars on that? Anyway. So yeah, super excited about that. That's uh, apart from you know me running around and trying to see everybody I can, right, right, uh, including including you yeah. all, and uh, spending as much time as I can seeing the friends I made uh, and confirmed last year. You know, yeah, uh, I have to get mm-hmm. ready for that, and uh, and uh, so very thrilling. Yeah, I mean that's a that's great. I was going to say Saturday is packed because I think I'm doing a Blake 7 meetup on Saturday. That's what Sean told me. Oh, fun. That it might be a Saturday meetup. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I, you, I hope, I hope we don't get, yeah, I hope we don't get, like, double booked. Yeah, that's my worry, too. Like, they'll be double booked. Yeah, I know. I, I, I worry about that, too. But, uh, oh, well. Yeah, the whole double booking thing is, like, weirdly concerning, actually. Yeah. I, it's, you know, <laughs> oh, no, because the, the program has not been published yet. So, you know, I, I have to... 
how to start planning. Um, you just have to kind of cross fingers that the stuff you want to see. Yeah. I mean, they do seem to be kind of smart with it, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. In previous years, to not kind of schedule things against each other that people obviously would want to see both. Right. But it's, I think it's hard work. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, you two are top of my list. That's, um, that's exciting mm, stuff. Thank you. I'm excited. It's hard when you have so many headliners, mm. too, and then you have the fan-driven content. Yeah. And yeah. Are you going to miss your chance to hear, say, Whitaker? She's only going to be there for a couple days. Are you going to mm-hmm. miss her chance, yeah. or are you going to yeah. go see something else? It's all about making choices. It is. I think that's a constant problem with Galley, as far as I can tell. That's definitely a problem. you got to sometimes pick and choose and dance in one, dance in the other, and run back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's for sure part of the fun. Or like all the times that you spend in lines, because I signed up for photos this year. And I signed up oh, for cool. two photos on Saturday, and I think I have one or two on Sunday, because I was trying to split them up so I'm not spending all day in line. Mm-hmm. Wow. Who did you sign up to, to be photo with? Yeah, so uh, it took me a lot of restraint. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just going for the women this year. So I have Sophie and Janet together, and I really wanted to do Sophie, Janet, and Whitaker, but like that was an extra $100 that I could not oh, commit right, right. to that. Right, um, right, right. So all in one picture? All in one picture, yeah. Ooh, wow. Wow. Um, so <laughs> so I'm doing Sophie and Janet in one picture, and then I think I'm doing Wendy and Katie separately. Oh, mm. lovely. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Wow. I love to get stuff signed. And, I, you know, even though you know, I'm not a huge – I'm really interested in the in the Jodie Whittaker era, and I really want to hear what she has to say. I'm just so curious to see her in a convention setting. Yes. Even though I might be at the back, I, I still want to be. But, I mean, I really would like to get something signed by her. But then again, I'm thinking, like, that line is going to be um, – Days? Insane. <laughs> in, in days. Yeah. And then am I, am I going to miss good stuff simply because I'm standing in line? But there you go. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll You're going to need a tent to sleep in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still, there you go. How about you, Ben? Are you doing any panels, or did you apply to do any panels? Um, I think I put myself down for some panels. I can't remember which ones they were. So, mm. well, I suppose I could just look them up. That would be <laughs> a thing I could do. Anyway, no, I, I I don't really remember them, and I'm not sure there was a collector merch one this year, which is the one I usually put myself down for because you know I can burble on about things that I collect. Mm. But um, yeah, we'll see. I I, I, I literally I cannot remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will also be surprised. I think I think actually the first. First galley I went to, I was surprised when I, I put myself down for a panel. I turned up and discovered that I was actually chairing the panel. Oh, right. Um, no, that was when we met. <laughs> oh, that, that was. That was, wasn't, that was I'm the chair. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about some things now. Yeah, anyway, it was funny. Yeah. I'm definitely not ready to moderate any panels, but I'll talk yeah. your head off if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Moderation Moderation is hard. I'll just say that. It's yeah. hard. I haven't. Hardest game in the I world. I haven't taken that leap. Yeah, and and now we'll like to. I'd like to hear from my colleague on my left. Um, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited for all the merch. Really, I mean, I'm just I love the merch room is my not my favorite room, but it's a room that I get a lot of joy from. So mm-hmm. um, I've become a passionate Dalek customizer in my spare time, ah. uh, and I'm looking to pick up some cheap Daleks because they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I have some merch that I'm hoping I can like swap or like, you know, sneakily sell to people that I've just picked up this trip in Scotland. So I'm excited. And um, yeah, that's my, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, get stuff signed by people. I love it. The, actually, the other thing is, so there's a, there's a, um, uh, a really amazing fanzine uh, about Doctor Who kind of comic. 
art and and life called for warp, warp mm-hmm. um and they have a new issue coming out in february and gareth Kavanagh and colin brockhurst are the two guys who who produce the fancy and they're both going to be in, in la this Ooh. year so um i think gareth was there last year and i didn't really get to meet him as, as much as i might have wanted to so i'm kind of excited to kind of meet him this year and mm. um and maybe try and hang out a bit I mean, it was so exciting for me last time to hang out with Martin Garrity, which was like, wow, I can't believe I'm around a table with like one of the greatest Doctor Who comic artists that there is that there's ever been, in my opinion, is Martin. So, yeah. Are there any comic illustrators or writers this year? Um, I think Jeff Cummins is going to be there, which is exciting, okay. um, who's one of the Target cover painters. Um, and he has a new book out. So hopefully to get something signed by him. Um, Gary Russell. Gary Russell's always there, mm-hmm. though. So you know, there's that. Uh, but I mean, I'll, I, no, I, 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 I'll maybe get a DVD signed by him. Um, and um, there, I, there's always another one that's just kind of slipped out of my head. But yeah, no, it's 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 always there's always it's, it's, there's always oh yes, that's it. So there's there's this guy Dale Santos who is a big kind of Target classic merchandise collector. And last year he had one of the original Chris Achilleos covers mm-hmm. from the original Target novelization. So, Oh, I remember, yes. I'm hoping he's, he's going to bring another one from his collection that I can admire and demand that he try and sell to me. And then he tells me it's $8,000. And I say, no, I'm not <laughs> going to buy that. Um, <laughs> Lena, were you ever able to pick up the steel books you were coveting last year? No, I don't think they were there. Yeah. But I always have a good time going to the Rondos, who I've become way more familiar with over the last year because they have a healthy eBay presence with uh, Blake Seven Zines. Huh. And to me, they're the best booth at the con. They're like behind um, the like main display, but they have like all these like old vintage. Um, they 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 focus on Doctor Who, which makes sense. But like, I wish right. they brought their other stuff too, um, because I, I'm so multi fandom now. Um, but like, they have like old T shirts, they have old like convention gear, they have old buttons and zines and stuff, and they have like all the old magazines. They're just like they're basically deluged with mm-hmm. all all this like original stuff and i always love that it's a tiny booth and i always love spending like half an hour just sitting down like paging through everything yeah all the vintage stuff is just so so compelling i like it like it so much jess are you going to work in any vintage t-shirts in your i mean you have the best t-shirt game that Mm -hmm. i've seen of any doctor who fan very strong (laughs) t-shirt game very strong t-shirt game. I would probably have to like change wardrobe every few hours in order to really get you know, <laughs> them exposed. That's doable. I have several t-shirts that I have to hold off because I, I won't wear them until I've recorded a video. That's a good discipline. I like it. You know, for the, uh, for the Simpson project. And so I won't wear some of the ones that I'm about to record for in the next uh, six months or so. Because, uh, as you know, I'm in the middle of season two and yep. just recorded this last Sunday two new pieces. And so those shirts are now free. <laughs> but I'll, I will no doubt bring some. But at the same time, they're just so fun because the design of the program is such an interesting right. little facet. And it's so, it's so nuanced and, and clever. And I really like particularly those designs where it just looks nice and cool and beautiful. And then if you meet the right person, who I'll be surrounded by the right people, they'll be like, <laughs> I know what that is. But that's the sort of thing I love. I don't want it to have Doctor Who necessarily emblazoned all over it. But I mm-hmm. I, I do like it if someone recognizes my Roundel t-shirt or something. Yeah. Um, that's the best. Those are the best t-shirts. I have a 
very fond of my um, was it Festival of Ghana 1998 sure. T-shirt, which is like yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really bad podcast, um, but I'm really excited to show you the bit of merch that I'm hoping I can get Jody to, oh, sh- to sign, which cool. is the new. Yeah, these are produced by this really crazy store in the UK. So describe it. I'm sorry, what is it? It's, so it's, it's, it's a B&M set, and the regular listener to this podcast will, <laughs> will surely remember that B&M is now the bane of every collector's life because they have the worst stores. They're like kind of a low-rent Walmart, but they have the exclusive rights to Doctor Who merchandise. So it means you have to skulk around kind of like kind of industrial states on the edge of town to, to get that stuff. But they've just produced a series of, of Doctor sets, and this is a, um, a really, actually, a really nice 13th Doctor set with a weeping angel in a very fetching uh, blue. Um, and then I think the, 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 I think it's the Flux. Oh, um, I thought that was yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, no, no, it's, it's, it's Jodie in her, in her Flux costume. Oh, and I then, see. And then Yaz, um, similarly. And I, again, yeah, I, if I can actually, um, if I could game the line in some kind of way, this is what I'm getting signed by Jody. So we'll see. That'd be great. Are they staying in the box? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> You'll never see their back. Yes, no, no, they are. They are. They are. No, I, if, if it's signed, it'll stay in the box. I mean, I'll have to say, um, you know, obviously people like me, you know, I don't know. The great thing about keeping things in the box means that I can open them at any time. Yeah. I'm not going to. But I love the idea that if it's in a box, I, it basically, anytime I want to, I can open it and it will be, and it will be brand new. Mm. The sad thing about opening it is that it's no, it will never be brand new ever again. Mm-hmm. So there's like a nice kind of so, sort of, you know, conceptual tension um, that I actually kind of enjoy about keeping things in the box. And it, this is becoming a dull podcast about my collecting ability. No, this is but, ethics. Um, this is a... <laughs> ethics. <laughs> 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 but I mean, it's antiques roadshow stuff. Yeah, I, I will. I will get sets, and I will deliberately. I will sit down. Okay, am I going to open this? Am I going to keep it in the box? And a lot of things I open, and then when they open, they become a different, a different variety of object. Hmm. Yeah, no, I like fight with myself a lot, especially with like Funkos that like mean nothing, but like right. whether like Funkos stay in the box or not. And I know that some people with a lot of extra income have like one for the box and one to take out. And I would consider that for like certain things, but like I think there's something both like really entertain, like not entertaining, but like very like nice about have some having something in the box. Like there's something like very visually pleasing about like having like a perfect thing forever mm. but then i feel bad for the object for like always being imprisoned <laughs> so <laughs> i have too much yeah, empathy I, for the inanimate object <laughs> when i was in england i managed to pick up a set of power of the daleks daleks the same b&m sets and um nice i thought about it as well actually i i don't know if I was channeling you, Ben, or what, but I did think about it, and I elected to keep it in the box. And yeah. I know what you mean, Lena. There's something lovely about that presentation, and it's in my little, you know, glass-doored chest in my living room, and it's in the box, and you see these Daleks peeking out, but in their sort of, you know, case, like they're in the Space Museum or something. And uh, there's something lovely about that. And uh, true, I, I don't know when or if I will ever play with them, uh, yeah. but... 
that's okay, because I also like them as, as an object. You're denying them their purpose in life. I know, which, which does feel <laughs> wrong in some ways, for sure. But. One of the, just to, to take it back to Galley for a second, I mean, one of the cool things about that merch room is there are loose figures for sale. So, you know, a figure yeah. that you're really keen on having, oh, yeah. you have in a box, you don't want to open the box. You know, I, I picked up a Melka there, the first galley I went to, which I'm, which I was really happy with, and they always have loose Daleks, and especially with the with the B and M classic Daleks, which are not the best made. Um, they they'll lose various appendages, and that means you you can pick them up cheap. And there's actually plenty of places online when you can get reproduction, especially oh. iStalks. Okay, pro tip: um, <laughs> the iStalks always fall out. Do you have any insights on like what's happening with Eagle Moss? Um, because I still don't have a quark, and uh, I really want one. I know. I follow the one of the Eagle Moss designers on Twitter, and apparently, certainly with the Star Trek stuff, that's been bought up by somebody else. Sure. Uh, and they'll be releasing the the you know the Star Trek you know spaceships whatever they are. Um, then I don't think they're sure what's going to happen with the Doctor Who material. I want a Nymon, and I do not have a Nymon, no. and that's that's a sad. Something sad in my life. You, you should get three Nymons. You should get three Nymons, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Eagle, yeah, I, it, in some ways I'm so glad I, do, I haven't lived in Britain for 20 years because otherwise my house would be full of Eagle Moss things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they're kind of cool. It's so hard to get in America. Exactly, yeah. I, I always have to, like, yeah, yeah. the shipping is just insane. One of the, I, I mean, I picked up a, um, a Croton, I think it was the last, the last guy I went to, which I was really pleased with. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah. The crotons are cute. They are cute. There should be more of them. <laughs> That's one thing I think I'm going to try and do differently this year at Galley because I, I think I waited too long to mm-hmm. really scour the merch area. and no. Or I did do like a preliminary run to just kind of scan and put things in my mind. Mm-hmm. But by the time I went back on Sunday, so most of the things I wanted were not there. And so I think I'm going to be a little bit more proactive about it. Particularly, I was interested in I'm not necessarily going to pick up a lot of... Um, figures or maybe I will but there was a few books which I thought were very interesting like some of the some of the biographies that I've never seen in America right. like Douglas Camfield's biography or something mm. uh, right, right if you know that was one that was notably gone on Sunday and I was like oh man I missed out yeah uh, so obviously I could find it other ways but right. that's something I think I want to try and take advantage of this year is getting there a little bit earlier and uh, scanning sure but maybe making some moves. I just got one thing last year. I got the uh, that Dalek manual oh, yeah, that's, that, uh, you know, that, with like the cool breakdowns one. and the designs that Gav Rimmel did a lot of those uh, designs. Uh, oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it on my super, list. Yeah. It's a super cool book. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 so I, I'm I, glad I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So how about the headline guests aside from Whitaker and Chibnall? Uh, ben, obviously, Katie Manning, but how about Mm. Jess and Lena, anyone else you're really looking forward to seeing or seeing for the first time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen Janet. And also, I'm not sure I've ever seen Sophie, and I'm really excited for Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, she's one of my favorite companions. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, this year I'm really going for vibes. <laughs> I wasn't even like, I mean, like I, I yeah. signed up to, to be on a couple of panels and like, we'll see if that works out. If I get to be in a death match, I'm not going to get to be in death match, but I signed up. <laughs> and like, aside from the panels that like I'm going to be on, like there are just so many people that I want to see and want to talk to. I'm bringing two Blake seven people with me this year. Uh, I, I talked them into uh, coming to the convention. Awesome. So you, you have I, half just, of the, uh, <laughs> 
crew of the Liberator there are you going to go cosplay as Avon? Uh, and- yeah, I mean, so, someone someone is bringing the Avon Ready Bake Oven um, <laughs> like costume. I don't know if they're going to do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know um, who other people are going to show up as but yeah we have we have a three person lib crew Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it is just going to be like milling around Uh, i mean the thing there are things i've already signed up for and there are q a's i want to see but like Mm -hmm. i i feel like it's already sort of booked to the extent that i'm not going to book myself anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm going to try to spend the rest of the time just like talking to people and and um hanging out Mm, i feel the same i mean i could i could be so happy seeing all of these, you know, I guess you could call them big names. I, you know, I'd love to meet Colin. I'd love to meet Katie. Uh, I'd love to meet Janet and Sophie and yeah. and Wendy. Uh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. was so cute is Wendy just joined Twitter mm-hmm. within the last three months or something. And early on, she was being so sweet in that when I followed her, she immediately followed me back. Like she was doing that. <laughs> and I don't think she does that anymore, but it like, it just made me love her more than I already did. <laughs> so I definitely want to see Wendy. I also have a soft spot for the Sarah Jane adventures. So I'm really excited that Daniel Anthony's going to be there. Right. So Clyde. he played, Cl- he was Clyde Langer. Yeah. So mm. uh, I'm excited to, uh, to get a- last year. I was really excited to meet Sadie Miller. Uh, and right. so, I mean, I, I don't normally fanboy out, it must be said, but there's a few people who I, I will get giddy about and, and like anything connected, I think with Liz Sladen and Sarah Jane, for some reason, that's, that's, that's really important to me, I've discovered. So I was glad to meet, uh, her daughter last year and, uh, I'll be excited to, uh, hopefully at least be in the same room as Daniel and, and, and certainly seeing, you know, Colin and Katie and everybody I'll mm-hmm. I'll be happy. I saw Colin at Chicago TARDIS, I think, a couple of years ago, and he was just lovely. He, like, hung out in the lobby to talk to, like, a six-year-old boy. (laughs) He's just the sweetest person alive. That's a a happy memory. He's a delight. Yeah. That's a happy memory for me, too, because the few times I went to conventions as a teenager, Patrick Troughton and Colin Baker, as the two doctors, came to Minneapolis-St. Paul. My God! Somewhere I have pictures of myself getting an autograph uh, from I think it's Patrick Troughton and shaking his hand. Um, Oh my God! I have to dig that up. I I I think I have it here. So yeah, that's insane. You know, means a lot that they that 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 was such a current you know thing to to be done. I feel in retrospect very lucky to have met Pat Troughton as well. But yeah, uh, uh, that's going to be really fun. There's. Seems like there's going to be a very strong second doctor contingent this year, just thanks to Big Finish. But also, Michael Troughton's going to be there along with yes. uh, Fraser and Padbury. Mm-hmm. That is true. Yeah, I think they might also have one of the photos is with Troughton and Wendy Padbury and the current voice of do- uh, the second doctor. In Big Finish. That's not John Culshaw, is it? No, I think... It, Fraser. No, Fraser isn't the official second doctor anymore. Ah, really? No, mm. I think they actually... I think there's someone new, but I... I or maybe it's Michael Troughton. Quote me. Is um, it, it, John Culshaw isn't a guest this year, is he? He's not coming. He is. Yes, yes he, is. he is. Yes. Ooh, yeah. okay. And Tim Trelore's there. Tim cool. A lot of Big Finish people. Oh, yeah. I mean, John Culshaw's a legend. I mean, impressionist legend over here. Yes. Like, he's like kind of, mm-hmm. I could do any voice. Um, wow. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, right. That's and there's someone else. I'm, there's so many people to see. I'm I am find yeah. myself Th- throw a stone. Yeah, I, I I am so weirdly <laughs> excited to see Bonnie Langford because I I didn't really care for the whole Mel thing when she was on, but I'm like oh, I can see Bonnie Langford. That was so exciting. Um. So yeah, no, I'm I, yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled. And if she does a panel with Colin, that's going to be a, that's because they're so. Both of them, such you know, hams basically. Um, that that's going to be yeah. incredibly. That's ex- going to be a laugh a minute. Exactly, exactly. I'm looking forward to that one. So yeah, yeah. God, yeah. And I'm, hmm. okay, I need to start making lists. Yeah, yeah. I really do need to start making lists. Luckily, I don't have to present anything like you two, so I can just make lists. So that's good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't have any homework. <laughs> so I'm um, so uh, hey, let's do a 180, mm-hmm. and um, let's ask let's ask David. What he most regrets not being able to see again. <laughs> yeah, what are you most jealous of? <laughs> well, to put you on the spot, mate. There you go. Honestly, seeing Jess's live performance of Dudley Simpson's Doctor Who theme. Oh, that's very kind of you. I think it would be really wonderful to hear you, Jess. I'm sorry, a little fanboying a little bit. But in addition to that, I think I'd like to meet Wendy Padbury because I have a soft spot for season six. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like Wheel in Space. And I like you know, the invasion and war games and Seeds of Death and mm, for sure. many of the stories. It's very and, strong. And even like the Dominators. It's a really strong a good, season. Good, Dominators is great. I like the good chuckle. Oh, yeah. So, mm. so, it's got quarks in it, for God's sake. Sure. But I don't like meeting my heroes in real life, so I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because I like having that uh, separation of their character from the person. I prefer just knowing them as their character. Mm-hmm. That and seeing everyone, um, I'm not a particularly social person, but I like seeing the people I know and I would love to meet Jess and Lena in person too. So and seeing you again, Ben. <laughs> I do feel the same, though, David, actually, in, in that um, I have become a, a huge lobby con convert because that is how I want to meet my heroes is, right. you know, over a drink at the bar mm-hmm. where we're just yeah. like there isn't that separation of, oh, I, I, I love you because of your your work on the show that I was a kid. You know, the usual stuff. I kind of want to feel like, hey, we're just, you know, mates having a chat, having a drink. That doesn't usually happen. But when it does, I think it's actually more magical. Uh, yeah, for absolutely. Me personally. So, yeah. so I, I I know what you mean about uh, about keeping the separation and not not meeting yeah. your heroes at least like that. Yeah. Who was it that was next to us that we couldn't get a drink and we completely lost? Was it India Fisher who was trying to get a drink? Oh, you're right. It was India Fisher, and we completely lost our minds. I'm so irritated that I didn't get her to do her her Master Chef voice. Um, like, Use your Master Chef voice. That. That'll get their attention. That'll get their attention, yeah. She does all the voiceover for for MasterChef. Uh, Yeah, I know. I I love India Fish. It was wonderful. No, she was wonderful. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, yeah, she was nice. And then I think my wife Amanda was talking about, you know, how do you know if there's, like, doctors around when just when Sylvester McCoy was, like, snaking up behind her trying to get a (laughs) a bottle of wine from the bar. (laughs) Yes. That was kind of kind of funny because, of course, I mean, no, she doesn't really care that much about Doctor Who at all. But she had a great time, and she she'll be with me again this year, which is really great. Oh, wonderful! And and she actually wanted to come. She doesn't really want to come to the convention because mm-hmm. I think um, she is not actually interested in panels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But she really 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 enjoyed the LobbyCon thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get my friend who lives in LA. I like I visit her every year. It, this is like okay. a two part trip for me. Like the first half of the week is hanging out with 
her in the second half of okay. the week oh, is good. the convention. And, like, I think she'd enjoy LobbyCon just because she's a nerdy person but, like, doesn't necessarily care about Doctor Who. And, like, I keep trying to get her to, like, spend an hour at LobbyCon <laughs> just to, like, hang Take an out. Uber across yeah. town. Well, she has a car. She lives in L.A. Like, she can do it. Mm. There you um, go. Exactly. She drops mm-hmm. me off. She dropped me off last year. And she just, oh, like, funny. yeah. yeah. No, it's great. It's, I mean, again, when I first went, I mean, David had kind of bigged up the whole LobbyCon thing to me, but it, it makes so much sense. It is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think the second gala I went to, you know, I was up until like two o'clock in the morning talking to Scott Gray from Doctor Who magazine. It's like, wow, I'm talking to Scott Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah, it was great. We, we, we were at some table, weren't we? You and no, the, the, the three, the three, the three of us were at the... Um, with like Matthew, with Matthew, Matthew Sweet. Sweet. We were like the top table. Matthew yeah, Sweet we had off. Matthew Sweet and all the... Exactly. I just got lucky because Mikey was introducing me to people, and that's that's how I met Matthew. Matthew didn't know about my Deadly Simpson stuff, and and uh, and Matthew like kind of the top of my twenty two. One of the top of my twenty two events was at the end of the year. Matthew Sweet said. Jess Jerkovic performing Dudley Simpson in a hotel room at 2 a.m. was like my Woodstock. <laughs> yeah! Oh, that's wow. amazing. What an amazing thing to yeah. say. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and there so it's like, yeah. that was, that, it was. speaking of, you know, room con, yeah. uh, that did, that did happen. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it was very, very heady and, and fun and, ex- and exciting. But just because of that, it was just so fun to, that's what I love about it is just the, this, Closeness, you know, right. to these people. It's just a social, it's a social thing. And it's not necessarily, uh, you are on a stage and I am watching you adoringly. It's, uh, I just love that person to person, uh, interaction. That was a real highlight. I remember that sitting around that table. There's yeah. like 10 of us or something. Yeah. Well, Ben, Ben and I stayed very close to you so we wouldn't get kicked out of the cool kids table. <laughs> I'm with the and musician. Then... <laughs> we were, we were your groupies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but I was—I was so happy to pull. I was so happy to bring you along. I don't know how it happened, but I was so happy that you could be there with me. It was very re- reminiscent of school. I'm afraid it was like oh, I've finally got to the table with the cool kids. I'll just keep quiet. I'll just sit quietly, and maybe they won't be mean to me. Yeah, sit quiet. The golden ticket. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. I'm I'm I, I'm currently mired in like a giant pile mm. of work and. Mm. I'm actually then flying straight from Aberdeen here in Scotland to LA and I'm going to spend a couple of days in San Diego with my wife and then we're going to come up to LA and we're going to go straight to the con and I'm just so looking forward to it because it's going to be such a break from what I'm doing right now so mm, I'm good. really kind of excited. So when are they going to like make final announcements of panels and, and is that, that must be like by the end of the month. I'm hoping this weekend. Yeah. 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 It's very last minute because Sean Lyon and his team of organizers is always trying to optimally fit the puzzle pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that can't be rushed. Like Chibnall wasn't even announced. And I think it's only been the last couple weeks that he's Mm -hmm. been announced. So that rearranges everything. So that's why they kind of keep everything to the last moment because it's always in flux to steal a phrase. (laughs) (laughs) I've decided I'm going to cosplay as as, as Chris Chibnall on his appearance on Points of View in 1987. (laughs) That would be be an excellent cosplay to do. It's people like you. That's exactly why they are doing pre questions. Uh, <laughs> someone is gonna, someone is gonna turn oh my God, Chris into Pippin Jane Baker. Question. That's what's gonna happen. 
you could actually ask the same question that he asked upon, on points of view. You could ask that same question. And then we wouldn't see you again. No, no I'm not going to do that. That's horrible. Anyway. Well, uh, sorry, in the spirit of me having a lot of work to do, I might actually have to go and do a lot of work right now. Mm. Um, well, we should wrap up then. Yeah, sorry about that. It's okay. Ugh, work. Well, thank you, everybody. I'm stoked for Gallifrey, and I'm not even going. I, I hope everyone has a great con and a great lobby con, and I will be talking with Ben every night at Gallifrey One with updates. Live, live reporting. And depending how it goes, we might be talking from LobbyCon with Lena and Jess again this year. For sure. Yes. <laughs> Great. Let's hope it works out. Get working. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to episode 220 of the Metabulous 2 podcast. I want to thank our guests, uh, Lena Barkin and Jess Jerkovic, for joining Ben and me tonight. And, of course, as usual, I've been David. Uh, I am Ben. I am still Jess. And I'm Lena. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. Um, awesome to see you guys. I hope I'll see you in LA, which I'm sure I will. So, For sure. and actually talking about it, talking about this has got me really, really excited, which I, 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 I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pleased about. As Jess takes us out with his improvisations on Liz's tune, I'm here with the convention schedule updates I promised at the beginning of the podcast. Lena Barkin is part of the TARDIS Talk Academic Symposium, which begins on Friday at 1 p.m. in Program C. Lena will be presenting Want You or Want to Be You? Companion Relationships in New and Classic Who. She is also on two panels. On Friday at 10 a.m. in Program C, she'll be on Coats of Many Colors. And on Sunday at 12 p.m. in Program D, she'll be on Why Not a Singing Doctor. Lena will also be hosting the Blake 7 Fan Meetup on Saturday at 11 a.m. in Program E. You can also find Lena online at lenabarkin.com and in the forthcoming book, Tumblr is an unknowable anti-monolith cryptid where she has a chapter about Doctor Who. If you want to reach Lena directly, her email is l-e-n-a-l-e-c-t at gmail.com. Jess Jerkovic has two scheduled appearances at this year's galley. On Friday at 5 p.m. in Program C, he'll be a panelist on 60 Years of Doctor Who Music. And on Saturday at 11 a.m. in Program B, he'll be presenting and performing... Dudley Simpson's Doctor Who theme. You can find Jess on YouTube where Season 2 of the Dudley Simpson Is Doctor Who Project is underway. Jess can also be found at patreon.com Jess Jerkovic, J-E-S-S-J-U-R-K-O-V-I-C. And thank you to Jess for making available some of his Dudley Simpson piano arrangements that we've heard at the beginning and end of this podcast. And my co-host Ben is on two panels this year. On Friday at 3 p.m. in Program C, he'll be on Stop Me Before I Collect Again. And on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. in Program B, he'll be on Bring the Cheese, Our Love Affair with Bad Movies. So have a great convention, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.